This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the How To Podcast. I am Luke Anderson with me, Ben Abbey. We are uh, going to have a little bit more of a structure to these podcasts in 2023 because uh you know why not have goals and stuff and things but we also want uh we had a conversation i don't know if it was during the podcast after the podcast last month but we want to have a little bit more focus on uh getting outdoors doing things that are great so uh today's how to podcast will be how to find what to do with and can you make money from sunstones ben you're ben you're leading the charge on this how first of all how are you doing today? I'm very well today. The the uh, the energy is high as I sit here right now. I know that I've got a TikTok that is up that has aggravated the 55 and older crowd that thinks they know a lot about paint. And so <laughs> we're, we're at a level where I'm going to drag out my content of education. So I'm really enjoying that facet of educating on a paint level. Oh, there you go. So that energy is being brought here where I get to talk about the fun things that I do <laughs> uh, and that you and I are going to go do um, in February. So, well, so, yeah, so no. let's, let's set this up. So you've talked about sunstones a few times. I know that we've mentioned it on podcasts. It's something that yeah. you have uh, a passion for like, uh, like no one else I know because I've never talked to anybody else about sunstones. I come from a point where I really don't know anything. So I don't know how much you know about the science of, do they really come from the sun? Are they even stones? What is actually going on? So, so start, start with, but we'll, okay. We're telling stories here. How the hell did you get started with sunstones? Uh, and, and where did the, what, like, where'd you get introduced? Where'd the passion come from for this? Cause I'm, I'm very curious about it. Yeah. So it's actually kind of funny. Uh, first, when I think sunstones, I just think rocks in general, treasures on the ground. Right. Okay. Uh, when I was five, six years old, um, that's when I started my outdoor experiences with my father. And in particular, deer season in Oregon would typically begin October 1. And it still does here in Oregon, October 1. Well, my sister's birthday is September 30th. Bless her heart, right? <laughs> Bless her heart. She'll listen to this and sorry, sis. Um, dad and I, boom, we are gone well before or or on her birthday. So whatever birthday party she's having, 
dad and older brother are not a part of that. Can I say, can I say though, I have a younger sister. She has four older brothers. I think that would have been the best birthday gift ever is getting rid of your brothers. Now, dad, not so much, but your brother's leaving happy birthday to me. Yeah. Gotta go see it. No problem. I think that works for her. Um, so my, 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 I think my sister would look at it as some childhood trauma though. Uh, well, or at least middle child, right? Like there's, there's, oh, there's that. the middle so, child thing. My, my brother, my, my brother so, is a middle child and he never lets anybody forget about it. There's five kids in my family. Wouldn't that make three middle children? No, I'm exactly in the middle. So my life, shut up. Okay. So as part of dad and I going hunting, right. What dad and I would do is we would collect rocks, find rocks as we're walking around. None of them sunstones, none of them precious gems typically, but they would be neat looking rocks, things like that. Quartz, maybe, maybe. Look, dad, this one looks like boobs. Something. Yeah, there's something unique. Okay, that's all all I'm going to say. But (laughs) so that's where the fascination with just keeping my eye to the ground begins. As I go through life, um, you begin to to pinpoint certain things that you're looking for, whether that's in scouting um, and being a Boy Scout and finding, you know, I never did. Did I do the mineralogy? It doesn't matter. Anyway, (laughs) the merit badge. So do you still have your merit badges? Oh, yeah. I get (laughs) <laughs> we can talk about those. I uh, just, I was just asking. That's all I needed to know. I, I like how embarrassed you are by that question. Like I no. asked some stupid <laughs> questions on this podcast. That was like the most direct, simple question I may have ever, ever asked. And it hit right on the point where like, you're red right now. Like I'm wow. looking at your face. <laughs> I am like, you're oh, so embarrassed. God. Like God. you held on to it for a reason. I mean, they're not, for the record, they're not like hanging up above my nightstand or anything like that. They are in a bin, but they are, they exist. You don't have to defend yourself. I'm just asking, man. (laughs) You are. (laughs) Okay. So it's right next to my Pinewood Derby car. It's in the same box. (laughs) Fucking dying. Okay. So. It is though, right? That, that that derby car's in there. It's in there. Okay. <laughs> So's the damn trophy. <laughs> oh, winner! <laughs> one thing. One thing about scouts. I always want to do the Pinewood Derby. Oh golly, I yeah. can't. Okay, we're doing well today. I'm Good. feeling this energy. Um. So, fast forward. We get done with uh, my military service. All those things. And uh, I certainly continued wanting to, to look for rocks. Okay. And after divorce, um, or well, actually, pri- right prior to divorce. You divorced my- your wife for Sunstones? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. She hated uh, them and you loved them. I think it would have been like in 2017, 2018. So this is a few years before divorce. Uh, me and my former best friend. Uh, went on a duck hunting trip over to the space that these sunstones exist. We did not go to the sunstone collection area on that trip. However, as we drove in, I'm looking at the map and I see public sunstone collection area on the map. Like, Oh, this is a designated area. Yeah, it's a designated. And we'll get to the reason why it's a designated area in a second. But so as I see it, I can tell that it would still be a drive from this road that is a what you'd call a main drag, main road, um, 
it'd be a drive. It'd be a journey into the, into the high desert to go after this. So, so you're looking at Eastern cool. Oregon. What's the general area? We are in the Southeast at the base of Heart Mountain. Okay. Right? So now use a landmark that people know where it is. So like from or, what's the nearest town? 75 miles North of Lakeview, Oregon. Okay. Now so a town that from, people have heard of. Yep. How up, far from Bend? California and Oregon. You're 75 miles North and you are moving east toward um, into the central part of Oregon, but you're 75 miles north and just a little bit east. Okay, if I were if I were to take over like a forestry center and then uh, and then hang out with the, uh, the Bundys, how far how far from that are you? Like way down there? No, not the Malheur National Forest. No, Malheur is further east and north. Okay, than this. This is so you're south. you're you're kind of central Oregon on the California yep. border. Yeah, very near that. And to the degree that the the Warner Mountain Range is the only, this is just a fun fact that I know, the Warner Mountain Range that is created that you cross over to get to this space is the only range that feeds the Great Basin instead of the Columbia Basin. Oh, okay. So this is, it, it, anyway, that, which is a cool thing when you think about it, because that water, go that's a long way to travel. Yeah. So, gravity gravity gravity's cool got so weird um (laughs) that i even know those facts so okay um so you go duck hunting you see the designated area you still haven't gone but you're curious now and then my my friend and i we would have a falling out and i would return no so in our falling out with this friendship uh ultimately i had come to the conclusion that i wanted to try and see if we could mend this friendship and i knew that he was going to go duck hunting on the opener of duck season at that spot. So I was going to go out there and be there also with my dog. Right. And see if, see if he would want to chat with me. Right. And, and I, I don't want to, we don't need to get into the story of why we fell out or the it's divorce just, or anything. This is a heartbreaking story already. We've no, got divorce. It's a healing. Okay. Healing. Gotcha. All right. This is the end so, of end of act one and everybody's of, sad. Yeah. Now, what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> no, if you've ever watched movie structures, it's going to get better. Then it's going to get a whole lot worse. And then sunstones. So, um, so then, uh, in that, in that trip on that trip that I would go to me and my friend would not communicate. He would not make the active choice to communicate with me. Did and the dogs I, smell each other's butts at least? No, 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 Ooh, get, man. Like, it's a real not, falling out. And he, and he absolutely knew I was there. Right. And he, he did. And, and meanwhile, this is the middle of nowhere. I mean, there's nobody else like seven, no, pe- seven people that go there in yeah, the entire I mean, year. You're the only two ever to be there at the well, same time. I'm in my truck. That's marked box painting. I mean, <laughs> it, like he, like, this is not a, yeah. it's not a secret, you know? Yeah. So, um, so after that attempt, I actually swung over to the Sunstone area from the duck hunting spot. Cool. And that was where I would find my first couple of stones. And I was like, these things are everywhere. So what the, so what the hell is a sunstone? So you go out there. So there's a designated area. It's on yeah, the map. Yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah. know what they were. What, what actually are they? Okay. So a sunstone is not rare in the world. In the world, a sunstone is a common stone that many can find. Okay. The Oregon sunstone is rare. And the reason it is rare is because of how... It was made, um, and I'll go through that. So, 15 million years ago, a volcano erupts 
at the um, in the Steen Mountains, most likely, I would bet, creating what is called Kiger Gorge, okay. and which is it looks like God took an ice cream scooper and just carved this this thing out of, of ice cream. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Just super steep edges and ice cream so everywhere. That's 75 miles due east and a little bit north. The ash and lava travel to an ancient lake bed that is at the bottom of Hart Mountain. So it would have been a lake at the time? Yeah, it would have been a lake at the time. At the time, it would have been a a relatively deep lake, actually, because Hart Mountain elevates about 2,000 vertical feet, maybe even 2,500, like straight up. It commands the ground. It's it's impressive. So the lava and the ash make contact with this mineral, a very common mineral that we find. It's what makes glass. It is what makes tile. It is called feldspar, F-E-L-D-S-P-A-R, feldspar. Feldspar, cool. Feldspar, and uh, not not uncommon at all. But what was uncommon is that when it made contact with with it, there was in this one very specific spot, a vein of copper that was there also. And so what you see in IG photos and uh, reels that I make, or even TikToks, what you will see is that there will be an ambering pink um, coloring that sometimes is yellow, but depending on how, how dense the copper is, that has fused with the feldspar and that lava at the same time, it erupted right on contact, like and shattered like glass. And it's like a two mile area two square miles that that is this area where this stone exists right now we've known about this since modern man right so it's been picked yeah over. somebody walked over it and went cool well and you will find uh native american arrowheads there because this is also a space where ancient hunting grounds exist because there was a lake they would have been hunting the duck migration and, th- and goose migration things like that antelope all that fun stuff um, so those things exist here too. So you'll find arrowheads in your travels. It's very, very neat, but it's relatively flat ground sagebrush that sits at the, at the hip to hip to, you know, shoulder height. I mean, it can be pretty dense. Um, the neat part about it though, is that every year, because you are in the high desert, the winds come across, the snow hits it, it melts it, the ground changes every single year, every single day. And so new stones can just bubble to the surface. And nobody, right. nobody's out there digging for these. There's no, oh, they are, are they, no, with they shovels? Are. Like you go down with a oh, shovel. They, so there is uh there are whole mining operations okay. uh, that, that exist. And so know that in the public collection area, it's about two square miles. It's dead. Like it's a designated area on the map. Um, and then, there are what's called the spectrum mine. Um, and then there's other private mines. Like you, you and I could go buy a, a chunk a of it mine. and mine it. Like, well, like a little spot and say, boom, this is my claim. And like, like old gold time, you know, yeah. you know, gold rush times is the same thing and because they are a precious gem and they are rare because of the, the copper and how it was formed. And the geography so, limits it to one spot on the planet. Yeah, one spot on the planet. It's it's insane. So the spectrum mine, you will see like probably call it up to 10 RVs of these guys that are there. They pay to to basically sift the stuff that the spectrum mine is digging out deep down in the ground, right? Yeah. 
and they're pulling up earth and then they're, they're finding stuff. And like the spectrum mine, say, say the, the largest one that my daughter has found is 90 carats, right? Okay. To, and like to give it a weight, the 90 carats is equivalent to 18 grams. Okay. One gram is five carats. So 18 grams, it's a, it's a solid stone. I mean, it's impressive. How big, how big, how big is that in your hand? Probably about that big. So like a quarter. I mean, like, so a little bit like right at a half dollar. Okay. Right at a, a, an American half dollar sure. right in there. And then, but relative density to that. Sure, yeah. Um, so, but the spectrum mine, you will be paying for the opportunity to sift their product. You pay half the cost of what it would retail for to take that gem offsite. And there's right? somebody like, you have to probably monitor that pretty well when everything slips yeah. in your pockets. Absolutely. And, oh, and do not, is the other thing. Don't go walking on somebody's claim. Like it, it is, it, it's it's wild, wild west out there. I mean, it, it is a claim. It is their property. So they what, own it. What's a dollar value of that eighteen gram? It's, uh, you know, um, so there was a, a website that was forwarded to me, and I think the lady that picked up a, about a ninety carat spot paid half, and she paid. And this is probably ten years ago, ten twelve. She paid like two hundred dollars for the half of it. So it's a $400 uncut gem, right? Yeah. So because what people do is they will make earrings, jewelry, yeah, yeah. Like you need a, a large gem to make the cut sure. to be able to polish it out and all those things. So, um, no, they are there. They are of relative value. So, so your daughter went out there and picked up a $400 bill. Yeah. Paid for gas for sure. sure. I mean, no doubt about it. I mean, well over gas. And then the rest of what you're picking up are a lot of, shillers they call them like they'll they'll be call them less than a gram you know less than le, le, less than a carrot yeah. you know a quarter carrot things like that that's the majority of what you're picking up and then every once in a while you just happen upon one that's oh my gosh you know yeah, yeah. and the other thing that you're looking for is color right because you're gonna see out there you're gonna like when i say you're seeing them they are everywhere as far as you can see in a two mile square area absolutely like i have pictures where the ground the sand itself has ground these down so much that they are a part of the sand texture right they are they are like oh this fish tank behind me i know you they can't see it but the the medium that's at the bottom of that is from the public collection area and there are like i mean tiny little sunstones that are in there like probably a thousand of them sitting in that little guy right but they're not of value because they're clear. There's nothing to them. They're uncut, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Okay. So you go, you go out there on like, is there a better time of year? Like, so I guess you're saying you said that you went out there in January or or new year's and there's permafrost on it so that you can't find anything. No, I found a couple underneath some sage, but yeah, I, I mean, you're not finding them in mass. So, but you want to be out there because we're talking about this now at the end of January because you're looking at going when it first thaws, you get kind of first look at it, right? Now we're getting something. Right? <laughs> well, I've got, I've got something holding, holding my ears apart besides, uh, you know, just air. <laughs> Uh, no, that, that's true. Okay. Right? So, but that, but that's, but this, this is the adventure that you and I are planning, right? So we want to go out yeah. there first to look how many people have that same idea. Nearly zero. Okay. Okay. So we can go out there and have, have pure isolation, may see some people at the spectrum mine. There may be some Yahoo with a claim. Have you considered making a claim to a. 
Not to this point because okay. I'm having so much fun in the public collection area yep. and the gems that we have found have been of good. So the biggest one I have found, I think is about 30 to 40 carats somewhere in there. Okay. It's in it, but it's got a lot of cool iridescence. Yeah. So it's like five gram little rock. I mean, it's, it's good chunk. So yeah, the like when the kids and I did this last year, Hannah had taken, I had already gone on at least one trip in, in October. And then I had to wait through the winter. And then by the time we got to January, my son and I went on our first trip. And the reason it was just me and B was because um, Hannah had taken Peyton uh, to Disney for a girl's weekend to Disneyland. Sucks right. to be them. So, that, I was like, yeah, have at it. Go, go for it. I'll take the kiddo. Let's do this thing. So B and I get out there. And nighttime temperatures are below freezing, sure. right? But daytime temps are like at 40 degrees and the radiant sun on the sand that is the medium, it does warm up and it's comfy. I mean, it's, you're not uncomfortable unless the wind's blowing. Yeah. So um, we found lots of stones. There was no snow. And this is in January of last year, found tons of stones. And then the very next weekend was my weekend with the kiddos. I bring P and B out. And that's when, so we went from and for January, kids that don't know their names, it's peanut and butter, right? <laughs> close Peyton and Benjamin. Benjamin. Oh yeah. That's close. That's close. So, but we, so we would do multiple trips over five between the months of January, February, March, and April. Okay. By the time we get to May, the, I have a dog, right? A big and a little one because, you know, share custody with a, one dog with, with Hannah, but um, by the time you get to May in Oregon, it's warming up. Snakes and scorpions are coming out. Ah, uh, okay. I don't want to have my kiddos sitting there poking at the ground in brush. Yep. Just, that's there's for all the unsafe, stupid crap that I do in this <laughs> world. I promise, and I say that as a person that did bring a scorpion home in October, but like. <laughs> I, I do things that I try and do as, as safely as possible okay. in regards to my kids. So, so there's no risk for snakes and scorpions in February. No, no. I mean, if they, if you did happen upon one, it's deep buried and yeah. typically it's not going to happen. There's you, just no, there's no way. So now when you, when you show up, you just bring in, what do you, you, I, I think you said this and maybe I'm, maybe I was drunk uh, for one of the conversations we had. <laughs> you going barefoot? Like what's your, what's your, what, how, are you ge- how are you geared yeah. up? How are you geared up for this trip? The barefoot thing is still in my mind because I think that you yeah, said that. I, so if the if the sun is out and the, the, the wind is calm, I do enjoy grounding myself okay. in this earth barefoot. Okay. Like so. it's, it does not hurt. It's not your walk. It, it's like walking on sand. Very like it's it is. Imagine ancient lake bed, right? It's yeah. that medium. It is. It's silty. It has a silty soft to it. And what happens is that silty soft continues to settle and the rocks, the stones, the yeah, gems, I get it. is exposed, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, the math all checks out on that. So you bring in rakes, you bring in gloves, you bring in like, what, what, how, how are you gearing up for this trip? Good and question. So, um, what I would say is I, okay. The, the short answer is yes. I've brought all of those things. 
what I have found is we do not need gloves. You're not digging that hard at anything. Um, so I don't, I don't typically bring gloves anymore. I've brought a garden rake. Um, what I think I will bring that would be a little bit more helpful is something that's got a little bit deeper tines, because if you think about a garden rake, it's typically about two and a half to three yep. inch tines. Well, if you take a clam rake, yep. They have closer to six inch tines. So you're digging. Yeah, they're probably only four and a half. You're exaggerating. Listen, it's <laughs> just kidding. I actually I actually got so this is what I use for clam digging is I've got one that's got the uh three point tine on one side and the little hoe on the other side that you'll yeah. you'll get for like an edger edger, I guess was what it'd be for. That would, but that's what I use for clam digging. I'm just I, of course you can get work. That yeah. would probably like, but yeah. So, and then I do bring, um, a shovel. Okay. Um, whether it's a, a true, you know, spade shovel, you want a spade shovel cause you you're digging down. You don't want a flat shovel, flat edge shovel. Yeah. Um, if you have, and, and then I've also brought little hand garden tools, sure. a little, like it's one side of it has three prongs. It's about, you know, four or five inches. Yeah. And then the other side has a little backhoe kind yeah, of thing. That's, that's exactly what I have, but I have it on a full, yeah. full, uh, you're on a full, a full, yeah, I got sh- full shaft. That would work. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, you know, when it comes to walking around, I don't want to be bombarded with all this stuff just like on me. Right. So what I ended up doing about halfway through last year, you know, those, you know, you see these parents and I've probably become one. They, they're the, the soccer parents. They show up at the soccer field and they've got a, a pull cart. Oh, yeah. It is. It's got the big fat tires and it's cloth. Yep. And it's got a mesh oh, bottom. I, we have one. I have one. Great too, for camping. I for sunstones. You, you, you bring <laughs> so, it for sunstones? I totally bring it for right. sunstones. So and, what, what, what you're describing to me is clam. So you're going clam child. digging. You're going clam digging. You're, go, you're digging, for, you're digging yeah. for butter clams is what you're telling yeah, me. Yeah. It's yeah. very similar. Yeah, very that. similar. So... And you got to think, right? So here's this grown adult walking around with a pole wagon, right? Yep. And some garden tools, just totally focused on the effing ground, loving his life, yeah. right? And like sometimes I'll, I mean, I'll, have my, I'll have my phone with me. I'll have a little a little stereo, like a little boombox stereo. I'm just, I got, I got some tunes playing. I got water with me. I got my lunch because what I do is where we camp is in the the public collection area. Yeah. Right. Totally, you're okay to camp. It's technically BLM land. Got it. Uh, there's also uh, at the little spot where there's an information center. We'll go through that first. There's six day use areas in February and March. You could use the day use area to camp. There's nobody that's going to be policing that. Yeah. Like technically it's against the rules, but it's a, it, like nobody's. And there's like picnic tables with like concrete pads. Like it's a, a developed area right yeah. there that is, it announces what it is. So, um, what else do you need to know? I'm, I, so for, I, for camping, zero degree camping in, uh, cause you're saying, you know, below freeze, not zero degree, but below freeze and camping, how much, how much gear are you bringing? So, you know, okay. Cause it's I, it, how long have a drive from Portland or, or Salem from, from Salem. It is five and a half hours. Okay. So, so, so it's, it's not worth going. It's not a day trip. It's a full camp. No, not a day trip. Yep. Although just so we're clear, the kids and I did do it in a day last year for once. We, one trip. We but you did, have to let the kids drive at least half of it. So you get a little oh, rest. Golly. That was a brutal trip. I'm sure. not going to, that was, that was, that hurt the, the, the sleep pattern. But, oh, I'm confident um, of that. 
but for those three hours, right, we we slayed some stones. Like okay. we were out there and it was a mission to just here we are for three hours, get the stones. It wasn't yeah, making yeah. content or anything like that. It was get the stones. Um, so five and a half hours from the Salem area, you're probably talking about at least a six to six sure. and a half hour yep. drive from the Portland area um, down to the deep southeast or deep central east, you know, of Oregon. And the um the the ground so so barriers of entry right because i think yep. that the part of what we, you and i talked about was the things that i do are relatively low barriers of entry you well you already need- you already said no stakes no scorpions uh if you go the right time of year which is absolutely obviously makes uh makes a big impact what else it does you know you don't need to have four wheel drive if you're going um the the roads they are dirt roads but they are improved dirt roads think yep. big cattle operations out there um it's it's high desert so there's not going to be anything super gnarly yeah exactly um what else uh bring always bring lots of water always uh even when it's even when it's cold you're you're evaporating and and the other thing too that people don't think about is where we're at we are at five thousand feet of elevation at the base right by the time that's the high part in the high desert (laughs) Well, and then you get to the top of, of that you're, you know, in the backdrop, we will have Heart Mountain. That's sitting 6,500 to 7,500 7, feet of elevation. So there is this this arid area that is draining you of fluids. So be ready to, yep. to, to stay hydrated as you're out and about. That is important. Um, uh, does, do, does Coors Light work as a decent substitute for water? Because I usually do that when I'm camping. I'm just checking. You bring your own. You bring your own. I, I, I don't. Just check it. Yeah, it's for you. It's for you. Um, What else? I do bring a Mr. Buddy propane heater, right? In case the extremities just get to be a little too much and I just want to get warmed up real quick. But typically by the time we're going to get into February, our daytime temperatures, spring is on the, you know, it's coming. So we're right around the corner. So it's getting to be a lot warmer. Um, Okay. So I didn't. I didn't have to turn the heater on even in January with the permafrost and the snow on the ground. And it was below freezing the whole time when I was out there. So I was, I stayed warm enough. Okay. So you've got, you, you take this trip, you drive five and a half hours across the state of Oregon. You go down there, you set up a camp for freezing temperatures. You go out barefoot walking through the uh, cold sand. It's dry. You have to drink a ton of water. You do all this. You pick up a few rocks Bring your chakas, your teamers. Yeah. So, uh, keen. We're a keen family here. Keens. Yeah, you keen. Um, so, you get pick up all these stones. What the, what what are you doing with them? You, you said that it. you said yeah. that your daughter found uh, one that has a four hundred dollar value. I imagine she's still hanging on to that. Oh yeah, we polished that one out. Yeah. Okay. So that we will not that. So my hope for the stones that we find that are of relative size overall, the big, the, the, the big, big ones, the yep. one, and they have a lot of color to them. We have a jar that is these, are, and some of them aren't even that big, but they are the keepers. And it's, okay. there's a jar that's labeled, labeled keepers. Um, they have the most color to them. They have, there's something relatively unique about that one that we said, I want to hold on to that one for now, at least. Um, so we get home to give you an idea in about a three to four hour span, you can pick it like, and I say pick because you're picking rocks. Sure. You can pick a, um, pint size Tupperware of, of stones, okay. right? Per person? Yeah. Oh no, no. Maybe between two or I mean, 
call it two active pickers. You well, know, you, you've got, you got two kids with you. So you, yeah. you don't have they're, the most. Yeah. They're the, the most motivation. Now, what I will say is bringing your children is excellent. This is a great fun activity for the kids. And the reason why is a, it's relatively safe. B they are lower to the ground <laughs> they can them better. Their backs um, are stronger than ours or, or it, less, it, less used than ours. Well, and the, and the, like, at any given time, you're in this flat space. You could be a quarter of a mile away from your, your truck and your camp, right? Yeah. But it's in eye shot. You are not out of eyesight of, of the space. Because as, as you're looking to the ground, you do kind of get disoriented on which direction you've moved, right? Like you get like, it's like, wait, where am I? And you kind of look up and you're like, oh, shoot, I'm way over here. Like, and, it, and it's a game. So what I like about it for the kids is we will basically get to a spot put the little wagon, right. That's in a eyesightable distance of like say a hundred to 200 yards. Yep. They go scatter, do their own little discovery. Right. And I'm out there doing my thing. I do bring a sifting box that my father made. It's got two made out of two by four yep. and uh, a quarter inch, um, wire mesh and then, uh, two handles. And you just, we load that up, sure. shake it down a couple of times. We have found some really quality stones doing that. But honestly, the some of the best ones we found are just right on top. Just sitting I mean, right there, sitting right there, like little little nuggets of love. They're so cool. Okay. Um, so you have your keepers. Thing- so you got your keep. You come back. Yeah. Obviously, I can I can hear the enthusiasm. And you're going th- how many times a year do you go now? This last year, I think. <laughs> I think last are you year- embarrassed again? No, I did. You get your merit badge for I, it? I, I think I think what it is. It is when I put when I say it out loud. It's like oh, I was. I did that a lot. That was, you might have an OCD problem, right? Where yeah, you're just yeah. ready to bounce. Well, I, the, anything that revitalizes you. This is, this yeah, is, this uh, is the direction I we're mean, taking I the mean, podcast, right? We're trying to get people out into nature, yeah. low point of entry. You, you, all you need to do this. It sounds like is time. Yeah. It's time. And, and, it's and the enthusiasm for it. It's a week. It's, it's honestly a weekend's worth of time and you're going to have a, a good time. A lifetime um, worth of memories. So, we get home, we wash off the stones. We typically take a picture after we've washed them, just a, a quick rinse wash, nothing crazy. Yeah. Shake off the little dust on them and all that fun stuff. Identify the ones kind of, we typically will be like, cause you can see them, uh, which ones are going to have some more color, which ones might not. So we sift out the ones that we think are going to be keepers. And then we start turning the stones. I got a rock tumbler. Yeah. My and, brother has one of those, I believe. Yeah. I got it on, on Amazon for 60 bucks and it comes with all four types of grit. Can I just, and, can I just say like, you take the freaking rock tumbler. Cause my brother was just, just showing me this is maybe two weeks ago. He showed me some rocks. You take any plain ass rock and it's and tumble it. Dude, there, that, that is something. Yeah. That's that a, rocks. Rocks are pretty stupid. Now you throw they, them out there. You're like, never mind. Like any, so, like just go pick yeah, them out of your yard. You any, any rock that you polish out through a process, I mean, it, it gets pretty, way pretty. Yeah. Um, so to give an idea, uh, for most of the sunstones, it takes for that, that amount of, of stones, your pint, probably looking at at least a month to take it from, of tumbling yeah. from unpolished feldspar sunstone to a polished, pretty, you can see, like, you can see through it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can see all of the color, all the prisms, all of that fun stuff. 
For those of you that are watching, I literally today is listening. Is, we're, we're, this is recorded for yeah, this, audio. Anybody listening today is January 26th. This morning, I did post a Sunstone uh, IG reel. And uh, you can see some of the sunstones that we found last year out there with the kids. Um, and it was, it was just fun. So then what I've also done the next question is what do I do with them? So, yep. you know, I've turned some of them into little pieces of jewelry, whether they are in a little pouch that is just, a, just showing the, the piece I've contacted a little, uh, not a little, a lady that makes jewelry out of just, polished stones um whether she she does this process where it's like you melt copper metal and it kind of like encapsulates this thing it's, yeah. it's really it's neat art actually um and then the other thing is is i have a rock shop here in salem the cosmic exchange uh <laughs> they are the owner's name is sarah and then joey owns a card shop uh down below in the basement okay and and they sell my rocks uh they they sell these these sellable tumbled rocks and, and these are these are not the keepers. You got the keepers you know, that are that are high value. So like and and you've probably gotten pretty good at assessing them. What are you selling a non keeper for? A not uh, about four bucks a, a stone. Okay, four bucks a stone. Nothing crazy. Uh, I mean now. You and know, is that your bucks. is that after the consignment agreement? Is you get four bucks? Oh oh, I guess okay. So in the consignment agreement. They are selling them for four. I'm taking three. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. So three bucks yeah. a rock and, and a pint three fills up. So if you do a pint, the largest one that you've ever found is a silver dollar. You're bringing home. What is that? 80 stones. Oh, at least. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, to give you an idea, a, a, a jar, a, a pint jar ends up weighing out to, a, I want to say almost 400 grams so okay. whatever i can't do that math off the top of my head now but i mean it's it's a sizable amount there's no doubt about it yeah. um but so for all the all the stones <laughs> that we found this last year it took the whole year literally a 12 month period to get them all polished sure so what i would do is i would polish a batch take them to the rock shop polish a batch you know in, in total take them to the rock shop how many just, how many of how many like, I don't, I don't really know the polishing process. Like I said, I, my brother was just showing me the other day, but how many rocks yeah. do you throw in the tumbler and it's just, it's just running? Yeah. The tumblers it's running right now with some quartz and some Jasper or Jasper that I'd found. Um, but it takes seven days. So there's four different levels of grit. Sure. Uh, level, level, uh, one is about a seven day turn level two, maybe okay. five to seven level three. You're getting more. And it just runs 24 seven. Just toss how many rocks you throw in there. Um, I would say as m probably about half of that, that amount. That so you bring half back. pint. Yeah. Half pint. Okay. Some, I mean, it's, you're kind of judging it based on the space that it, you have to fill in whatever. The, sure, yeah, the yeah, size. Yeah. I need to get a bigger tumbler. If I'm <laughs> yeah. I got you. Give me a reason. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, twist, twist my arm. I'll get twist my arm. Yeah. For any listeners out there, I'll put it in my Amazon wish list, and uh, you know, feel free there you <laughs> to go. donate. There, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Shameless plugs are also becoming a part of this. Oh, good, 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 good. All right. So, uh, I mean, sounds like there's some value in it. You're going. You're getting. 
I mean, she was telling me what, what's the value of that that pint of rocks. Then what did we decide on? So if you if you go on a trip, it's you know it's it's you're you're having fun. You're getting connected to to the earth. You go to a cool part of the the country. That's I mean yeah. I don't know I don't know how many people on the west side of the mountains travel east and really get to see the sure. the high desert over there. So you're getting you're getting all of that value from it. But you're making some money on it too, right? You're getting what yeah, a few hundred bucks. Yeah, um, I would say a few hundred. It's and no matter what. Aside from the the five to six dollar gas prices, you are going to pay for gas. Okay. In that in that space, but you're but see the other thing too is like my dad and I went on a trip. He he took a handful of stones and he just kept them. Well, like, sure. No, I, yeah, I get that. I'm, well, I'm, I'm saying this is on top of you. You're gonna keep some kick ass rocks. Yeah. You're gonna do all the trip, but like there is there is some somewhat there's of a financial incentive. There's a value yeah. to it. So. And if you and, it, and hypothetical, let's say you go to the public collection area, you're like, man, I'm not really finding you know anything of size. You know, as I'm walking around looking, go to the Spectrum Mine. Yeah. It's it's you know when you pull up to the Spectrum Mine, you're gonna you're gonna feel out of place. That's it. like just sure. you're gonna feel very like the, the like these are rock hounds. This is what they do, <laughs> right? They're they're going to come out. They're going to have their scraggly beard. Uh, it's unkept. They've been living in solace and, and just digging earth for months. How much, how much money are these guys making? Like, obviously there's some, some well, reason I mean, to be there. Operations, so they're, they're making money. I mean, they are well, sure. I, I don't know exactly, but yeah. I mean, they, it's enough to, it's enough that it is a named mine that, that attracts people to go sift their product for them. Well, right? we'll, so we'll go and we'll find, we'll go and we'll, maybe we'll talk to somebody when we go down there. I mean, this, this seems like a, an adventure worth taking. So let's, I'm in, I'm in me and you, I'll, I'll see my brother wants to go. He's got, he's got a rock tumble. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, no, and I'll, you know, depending on what weekend we go, I may have the kiddos, right? Sure. So it's, uh, and I'll bring my dog because I, that's the, the dog goes with me everywhere yep. and you just, you're just wandering the space. It's, right. you're just, Picking what you find. It's we'll, we'll coordinate it. I'm, uh, I would say I'm excited. I'm, I'm curious. I would say curious is the number one, uh, uh emotion feeling what that I, I have right is, now. The, yeah. The, the curiosity is there. Um, and then what happens is, is if you, if you enjoy the ambiance of what this area is, it is very, um, it's, it's solace. It is, yeah. you are, there is nothing around you. Like when I was there in January, even the, the, the because the ground was frozen, the mine was shut down. There was nobody there. Yeah. So I was the only person 40 miles around me. I mean, yeah. it was, that's a cool, that's a cool feeling. I mean, even, yeah, it, it, it if was, you're the only person around for a quarter of a mile, depending on the, it's yeah, the, it the, the, the thickness of the brush when you're hunting, like yeah. if it feels like you're the only person on earth. Yeah. It's wild. It's a, it's a unique, yeah, it's a unique experience. So if you've never had absolutely. that too. So, all right, well, cool. Let's, let's create the adventure. Uh, you and I will talk over the next month. We'll bring, we'll bring out some recording equipment, talk to some people that are down there. I'd love to find somebody from the spectrum mine. I'd like to know what, what the hell goes on there. I'm yeah, sure we can I, find somebody that's got uh not just a great story to tell, but I imagine we can find somebody that's got a miner's accent. Yeehaw. So that, that's, that is it. That's exactly when I say it. That's what I hear. I yeah. Hear, yeah. I'm the old prospector. Yosemite Sam. Yeah. Playing banjo. No, not quite the Yosemite Sam. I feel like a little less shoot him up a little more. I brought my banjo. (laughs) Get off my property.
You get off. That's my claim. It's not land. It's claim. You get out of here. It's good. It's good. Yeah. But yeah, you can, but you can purchase the land for, through the BLM and, right. and have a state Bureau claim. of land management for anybody. Bureau it's not, land. not like a uh, super bowel movement. Uh, <laughs> no, or anything like but, that. BLM. I do like the other thing that people don't realize is that this is how this is one of the ways that our government makes money off of federal land. Sure. Right. Yep. So mine pays a price to be on that space to our federal lands. Mm. It's, you know, people don't think about how our, our government makes and generates wealth also. Well, let's, um, let's do this. See if you see, if you can get a, see if you can get a hold of anybody from the BLM. I'd be great to talk to somebody. I'd like to, you know, get some inside perspective on more on the spectrum mind, more on that. See if you can uh, reach out to some folks that are down there. We'll figure out the weekend that we'll go. And uh, I think it'd be fun to, to, Figure out the people you need to talk to to answer the questions you have. I just want, I, this is what I want to get from. I want to see the space. I'd love to go down there and see if we can get somebody that's, that's actually mining and talk to them. If we run yeah. into any other people, but I don't, I guess I don't know who to talk to because I don't know enough to do the digging. So is that cool? That's Homework fair. assignment? Yeah, I can do that. All right. And for everybody listening, all you have to do is kind of follow along. We'll, uh, you know, take some pictures, shoot some video. Um, I'm sure you can use on the next episode. Yeah. The the next next episode, episode. we'll do like a full breakdown of this, but throughout the process, we'll do, you've got all the socials. What are you going to do? It's uh, TikTok, IG. So I'll, I'll get things up on TikTok. um, At box dad. At, at the box dad. Um, the other thing too, is my IG and I, I build out my, my Instagram stuff. Know that uh, for those that are listening, it's going to become more of me and the kids, the adventures that we go on. You're going to see Becky and Ski on TikTok doing the comedy bits and the, <laughs> the, the paint education over on TikTok. So um, it's going to be more. So uh, in- Instagram and this podcast, we're going back to nature. Yep, we're taking more, back more adventures, things that you can do within a stone, uh, stone's throw. Say it. Stone's throw of uh, your home here in Western Oregon or wherever you are. Um, so yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be fun. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. I'm very curious to see what it's going to be like. So, uh, for the next, I'm excited that you're curious. Yeah. The next, the next episode of the podcast will be the adventure. So I appreciate everybody listening to this. You can find past episodes, uh, that are a little bit more of me and Ben just rambling. Uh, but you can find those on odyssey.com on 1080 the fan.com, uh, wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, and then of course, uh, follow Ben on his social medias. And if this goes well who knows you might even convince me to start posting things on social media but for now but for now we it's it's baby steps yeah, it's yeah. Baby that's all you can do steps. all right well hey you can listen to me on the radio uh 1080thefan.com or on the odyssey app there center and saint is my show ben all over the social medias if you need your house painted call uh box painting in the Absolutely. salem kaiser or if you're looking for a franchise we got to talk about that oh yeah now. don't forget yeah yeah if you want to start oh, your own painting business and uh here <clears throat> Here's what Ben is saying. If you want to own your own business and have a dedicated uh, business plan that the entire goal of box painting franchisees is to have work-life balance. Ben, how often do you work on Saturdays? I work zero. How many Sundays do you work throughout the year? Zero. Zero. So if you want work-life balance, weekends off, uh, that is the game plan. When was the last time you picked up a paintbrush, Ben? Uh... 
prior to 2017. So 2016 was the last time. And I've owned my business since 2000. So you can own your own business. It is a painting company. You don't have to pick up a paintbrush. You don't have to work Saturdays. You don't have to work Sundays. Sounds like a pretty good deal and uh, gives you more time to go on adventures like our Sunstone Expedition. Uh, ben, thanks uh, as thank always. Always. No, and most good, importantly, thank you for listening, Ben's sister and Ben's dad. <laughs> Maybe Ben's ex wife. Sure. Yeah, they'll give a, a listen. Estranged friends and lovers of Ben. It was a sad story in the beginning. Hey, it's well, we'll see how it ends. This is just this is the middle part. This is the end of Act Two. Act Three Absolutely. is this. Act Three is this whole adventure. Maybe it's a sequel. I don't know what it is, but who knows, right? We're off the structure. It's All right, we're good. we're done. Everybody have a great day. Bye bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.